You're listening to Las Vegas Real Estate Now on News Talk 720 KDWN. Now in studio, local real estate expert Harvey Blankfeld. We want to welcome you back. I'm Harvey Blankfeld, and you're listening to Las Vegas Real Estate Now on AM 720 KDWN. We're here every Saturday at 11 a.m. And uh, with me in studio right now, I have John Ingram from Cross Country Mortgage, and we also have Bill Nelson from Piercy Bowler, Taylor Kern. Bill, you had a comment you wanted to make about that whole mortgage to PMI thing. Right. If, um, like you said, if you're going to be there long term and you're you, you're willing to or, and you're, you're determining whether you want to pay the higher interest rate or right. the PMI, the that interest rate is deductible where the PMI is not. Is not right. That's true for tax purposes. And that's the thing you have to you have to. So there's a lot of penciling out to do here. It's not, and that's why it's not like one mortgage fits all. Everyone's different. Agreed. And there's there's a deeper menu than you would even think. Yeah. Yeah. You've got all kinds of options out there. There's different approaches, for sure. Yeah. If you know you're only going to be in home for four years, you yeah. might want to consider an arm with, you know, with 5-1 sure. arm. I mean, I mean, you know you're only going to be here for four years, and you right. get because you're going to get a better rate, and you know you're going to be gone in four years. The, the, and, and for me, the math comes down to is how much better is it? Yeah, exactly. And is that risk worth that, you know, that level of benefit? And, and the answer will change over time. Are any mortgages assumable anymore? Government mortgages are assumable. FHA and VA. FHA, VA are okay. um, VA, of course, you have to VA, be VA eligible, FHA. Correct. Assume. Okay. Correct. So I think, you know, what's going to happen is, is, is if we see interest rates start to go up, then you may see some of that come into play, too. To a certain level. Okay. I, I think the, the catch is for assumability comes down to the mortgage balance that exists at the time right. of assumption is not going to change. So right. any future buyer coming in would need to pay the difference between the sales price and the loan balance. Right. And so that consider that could be larger and significantly larger than what was owed and and what you would put down as a normal down exactly. payment. Exactly. We're getting into a whole lot that's a tangent yeah. and a whole other yeah. direction. But what it tells you is the complexity of this. Is that yes. It's not again, it's not you don't just you're not just choosing between VA, FHA and conventional. That's not your only choice. There's a lot of choices within each category. Correct. And the way to go within each category. And so when you're doing that and you're calling up a guy in in Detroit or or, or St. Like, Louis or plug whatever, it into an app on your phone. Yeah. That's who you're talking. I mean, and there may be a person on the other end, but they're not here. They don't know this market like a John right. Ingram knows this market. And they're not taking the time to ask you your questions. Guys, I found this interesting article, and I think it, you know, it's, it's about real estate, um, but I think it pertains to a lot of things. So I thought I would bring it up. And, and as a real estate agent, when I'm se- helping people sell their homes, I've seen some of these happen, and I've been on both ends of this. Mm. And it's, it was in Realtor Mag, uh, a magazine for realtors. Weird. Sure. I know. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know where they came up Wouldn't with that. Wouldn't have known idea. that from the title. Yeah, the title is, <laughs> I don't know where they came up with that title. But anyway, um, and, and, and it's titled Seller Negotiation Tactics That Can Backfire. And I think this pertains not just to real estate, but it's interesting how they, how they talk about it. One of the things is to start a bidding war. And I've seen this happen where um, a, a, a property, we just had this happen. One of our partners has had a property that was listed very low mm-hmm. and had multiple offers. Mm-hmm. Um, but some, what happens is sometimes the people who might be your best buyer decide they don't want to compete. They don't want to play. They're afraid of competition because they're afraid it's going to make the price too far out of reach. Uh, yeah, yeah, and sure, and, and I could see as a buyer or a consumer, I would only want to kind of go back and forth so far before I'm like, ah, okay, I'm moving on. Yeah, because sometimes you go into a weekend and say, hey, listen, we're going to present all of our offers on Tuesday, we, we, you know, and, right. and it's Thursday now, we're not going to present all, and some buyers might say, you know what, I, I'm here for the weekend, I gotta f- I, I'm out. You know, they can't wait that long sure. to be sure. Other times it's... Uh, um, it's it's just the just the mere fact of competition, and and at other times, you know, sometimes buyers think, you know, I'll tell a buyer, hey, it's a multiple offer situation, 
and they think that the seller or listing agent is bluffing. There's no other offers. They think that that's baloney. That's not allowed, right? They, like well, it's not a, only it's not allowed. It's just stupid. A li- I mean, an agent, though, a licensed agent can't, can't lie, can't lie can't and mislead lie. that way. No, you should never yeah. lie. Uh, and and ideally, I've never I've never actually seen anyone do it. But sometimes mm-hmm. buyers are suspicious and they think sure. that they are, and they say, "Gee, there's no you know this is baloney." I you know, uh, and but then they'll walk away. And what you did, if you're an agent and you did do that, you just scared away a perfectly good buyer. Why would you ever do that? So there's there's one of the challenges that happens, and I've seen that happen before. One of the other things they comment is arguing over repairs, and I've seen I've seen deals go away over a you know a twenty five dollar yeah, a broken dishwasher it's, or it's just you a know, silly yeah. it's a silly thing. Um, you know I had a, a client actually it's funny I had a client call me just this earlier this week. Um, we helped them buy a home here actually it was like two years ago, but they're, they've been selling their home in Northern California and they. I guess two years into it, they finally got got a buyer. Wow! Uh, but but uh, the the seller called me and said, "Hey Harb, they they want me to spend the money on this and this and this. What do you think?" And I said, "How much is it going to cost you?" She she said, "I think it's going to be about twelve fifteen hundred dollars." And I know that their house is like over a million dollars. I said, "You know, I don't think you should lose a deal over that." Right. And so we had that commentary, but she wanted to call somebody other than her agent. Because I don't have an axe to grind. Uh, yeah, I've already, yeah. They've already bought the house, and they're You're my not clients. An interested party to the. I don't. Know. I have no financial interest in this. So, so she called me because she wasn't sure. But this is what sellers get get wrapped up in these things, um, and then uh, staying adamant about the closing date. You know, when a buyer's having a problem closing on time, and it says, "Well, if you don't close, you you're done. Go away." But the problem with that for a seller is, is now you're 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 opening it up to a whole new situation, and you yeah. may not close for another two or three months. Yeah, and there there's a, a financial impact from that, and and certainly as human beings and knowing the complexity of mortgage and this sort of thing, uh, the occasion where one or two extra days happens uh, or is needed is something that is not unreasonable to me no. to say, hey, will you work with us? So long as right. you're getting good communication and explanation as yeah. to why. But then I've also seen the other side of that, which is one or two days is not enough, and then it's 10 more days. Right. And then right. how long do you waste right. Right. Uh, before you move on because the transaction is simply not happening? Yeah, we have ways to penalize a buyer for not performing in a timely manner, and then sure. that penalty becomes their incentive to do it time more timely. And I encourage them, pass it on to the person who's holding you up. You know, if it's yeah, you can quantify it. You can put a number on it it. and say, and so try to get something so that there's an incentive to close on time. Um, The last comment that uh, that they made in this article uh, was getting greedy over uh, fixtures, and I've seen this before many, many times. The dining room fixture that Grandma gave me, (laughs) that's in, and I'm not. This is not going to happen. I always tell my sellers if there's a fixture that you don't want the buyer. To have you need to get it down before we show the house. Yeah. Because this is the kind of thing that can really buy. Buyer says, "Well, I love. I gotta have. You know, I, I I thought that was part of it, and all of a sudden it's not part of it. Right. And then we lose a deal over. And that works from both sides, right? As it a does. buyer, you need to express what you think is important to you, or Indeed. what you're expecting to be being uh, sold with the property, so that your agent can make sure that they are, you know, uh, delineating that for yeah. you, right? Um, these are these are the circumstances very often when it's the realtor's job to try to bring um, to grease the skids a little bit to make sure that Correct. both parties understand the impact of their deference. You know, if if there's a um, if there's a dining room fixture and and grandma gave it and we forgot to exempt it from the tra- from the transaction for whatever reason the seller didn't think about it ahead of time and they say oh gee I Harvey I forgot to tell you that can't go I got to have that then maybe what we got to do is buy them another fixture that's really nice instead and figure mm-hmm. out a way to make this work. Um, but you have to work with your clients and explain to them the importance of these things. Like I said, if I've got a seller that says, you know what, 
Um, that that socket cover over there, that gold-plated socket cover, that's not staying. <laughs> then, then I'm going to make sure that we get that gold-plated socket cover off the house, Right. put it in a nice little box, pack it away, and then put a regular little plastic one there. How does that conversation <laughs> go from sort of both sides as far as when you're you know walking through a house for the first time with a buyer, mm. do you have that as part of a standard conversation to say, okay, built-in, affixed items are supposed to stay, and, and here's how to think about that or what those are? That's a great point, John. Yeah, we do. When we're walking a buyer through, we're going to say, like they say, Gee, does the dishwasher stay? Does the stove? Yes, those right. stay because they're fixed. But we all know the refrigerator doesn't. The refrigerator does not. For some reason, refrigerator, washer, and dryer are appliances that are not considered real property here in the state of Nevada. Right. And so, if you want those, they have to be added to the contract. Right. Uh, and then there's other things that may you may or may not. We have to talk about special circumstances also when there's solar systems. Is that good? Built-ins, <clears throat> like built-in refrigerators. Built-in refrigerator, a refrigerator is never considered part never, of the right. property. It wow. always has to be okay. added to it. Now, if it's built in, it's very likely the seller's assuming it's staying and the buyer's assuming it's staying, but it still needs to be written in the, the contract. contract needs to the specify. First, first sure. rule of real estate is it has to be in writing. I see it a lot with like patio furniture and, and things like Those that. Those things, yes. Yeah. You're, now, now, when you're talking about furniture, we're talking about patio, you know, like you said, other pool stuff and, and various elements. There are some things that we have to add and make sure we add the pool table. You know, oh my right. goodness! You know, very often the pool table stays because nobody wants to move a pool table. <laughs> right, that's true. <laughs> so you may think you want one, but you don't want to move it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So very often we have to deal with that. Um, but those are some of the things we have to deal with. But I, I just thought it was a great article because it's not just about houses. When buyers or sellers are negotiating deals, they need to kind of take a perspective, take an understanding of the other side of the equation as well. And be um, careful of standing on principle. <laughs> absolutely, principle. Yes. I heard uh, Mark Stark actually always said, when everybody tells you they're standing on principle, it's about money. (laughs) (laughs) Um, On that note, we're going to step away and take a quick break. We'll be back in just a moment. This program is brought to you by LVRealEstateRadio.com. That's LVRealEstateRadio.com. This is Harvey Blankfeld, host of Las Vegas Real Estate Now. When buying a property, we strongly recommend the investment of a home inspection. We like Spectrum Inspection Group. Why? They're a member of the Better Business Bureau and have been inspecting homes in Southern Nevada for more than 19 years. They're responsive on weekends, holidays, and after hours. They use state-of-the-art, cutting-edge resources, including thermal scans and drones for roof inspections. And they only provide home inspection services. Call Lynn at 702-269-6716. Again, that's 702-269-6716. And be sure to tell her that Harvey sent you. Hi, this is Harvey Blankfeld, host of Las Vegas Real Estate Now. We're so proud to be delivered timely truths about our market right here in Southern Nevada. We are equally proud to be brought to you right here on News Talk 720 KDWN. If you ever have a question about real estate here in Southern Nevada or any of the other related topics presented by our expert contributors, you can call or text me at 702-203-1165. Again, that's 702-203-1165. Please tune in every Saturday at 11 a.m. right here on News Talk 720 KDWN. You're listening to Las Vegas Real Estate Now with local real estate expert Harvey Blankfeld. Now, back to Harvey. We want to welcome you back. I'm Harvey Blankfeld, and you're listening to Las Vegas Real Estate Now on AM720 KDWN. We're here every Saturday at 11 a.m. And with me in studio right now, I have John Ingram and Bill Nelson. We've been talking about a variety of things today, guys. And I've been sitting here since last Saturday, so I'm glad the show's on again. I know. (laughs) You must be exhausted. (laughs) Poor John. They keep asking me to leave, and I don't know why. What is the deal with that? Um, I saw this article, guys, this past week uh, by Rick Anderson in the the, uh, Las Vegas Sun. And the title of the article is, uh, It's Not a Bubble, Local Real Estate Agents Rebound is... Local real estate's rebound is solid from sought-after neighborhoods to those hit hardest. 
Okay. In other words, we've come back nicely. You know, we we didn't okay. we didn't bounce hard. We bounced softly. Uh, I don't know if I agree about entirely softly, but we did we did bounce nonetheless. We yeah. are back. But the thing about our market is, is we've talked about this every time. You guys hear me say this. We're still about 25% below peak. We're not back to where we were in that magical time of 06 when the prices were way up. Whereas other markets have gone to and even surpassed their peak. Uh, Southern California, Texas, Florida, Mm -hmm. those guys are well beyond it. But this article goes into some very, very significant uh, detail. And uh, uh, it it talks of um, Stephen Miller who's a UNLV economics professor and director of the University Center for Business and Economic Research. The signals I'm seeing both locally and nationally are that the economy should continue to grow. If anything, the national economy is going to grow a little bit faster, at least through the end of the year. That's what he sees in terms of the national economy. Um, and, and some lenders have gently eased requirements in the past three years, allowing down payments as small as 3%. True. And permitting debt-to-income ratios up to 50%. True. Yet the subprime heyday of the minimum wage workers being lured to coerce to, into mortgages of five hundred thousand homes and neighbors owning four rental properties has ended. I agree. I, I mean, on that point, we are not built on a honeycomb effect here, stacking brick on brick. Um, so the stability of those homes that have already been purchased is, I think, fairly solid. Absolutely. Um, and and one of the comments he says, we really don't want to go back to where we were in 2006 because we still have some empty buildings around that are, are the legacy of that period of time. So he sees there's still remnants of that out there. Mm-hmm. You see that in commercial a lot, right, Bill? There's Absolutely. Still, there's still some remnants of that. But not on the residential side. <laughs> Everybody no. out there, don't think that there's a no. bunch of vacant foreclosure properties, that sort of thing. It's just not there. Yeah. Um, when when we talk about the, the impacts of the recession and the price points, um, uh, as home values in some of Southern Nevada's prices neighborhoods plunged during the recession, the dollar amounts were stunning. With someone going, you know, as low as two hundred some thousand dollars, where 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 they were as sure. high as five hundred thousand sure. dollars at some point. Um, Las Vegas market saw a sixty-two point five percent drop in some of those areas affected. Losses of seventy-five percent or more. Mm-hmm. Median prices in Summerlin and Anthem dropped fifty-four point six percent, fifty-five point four percent. So those prices were down very very low. He's talking about the recovery not going all the way back to those big numbers also, um, and and so when we're talking about the bubble, the impacts of the bubble before were, as he described, a lot of people buying homes with, with no skin in the game. Sure. Okay. Uh, a lot of people buying homes by simply just fogging a mirror, signing a piece of paper. There was no... And a lar- <laughs> there was, let's say, an abnormally large percentage of people buying multiple homes. Exactly. Um, that was a distortion in the marketplace. Like, you know, not everybody can own five homes as a real estate investor, right? Not everybody has that sort of uh, uh, financial wherewithal to make it happen. So I I don't see that happening on on a broad scale again yet. And appraisers were pressured, effectively pressured, to bring values in irregardless of whether they were real or not. And because there was leverage. Because if you don't give me my appraisals, you ain't getting any more work. (laughs) <laughs> that was not that, that necessarily was in, against the rules at the time. At the That's time, correct. that yeah. was within the rules. Yeah. Now they developed the AMC, which is appraisal standards now right. for you know the the separation between those who benefit from a mortgage being given and a house being sold or refinanced versus the person doing the actual valuation of the property. I think that um, um, the, between the appraisals, between lending standards, and you know, it's funny because uh, some of our, our most afflu- affluent uh, clients uh, have to go through a lot of hoops to get a mortgage. Sure, they do, and they're upset about it. Yeah, uh, because they say, "Gee, I've 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 built my credit. I've got 
uh, you know, umpteen million dollars in the bank, and right. why do I have to run through all these hoops to get a loan? Well, you have to run through those hoops because that's the rules. That's the way the rules are for everybody now. It's kind of absurd. Yeah. I understand it, and I and I I do I do empathize with them because I they 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 should have earned a certain amount of credibility, but they still have to go through those process. Sure, and they get frustrated by it. Uh, yes. Um, but that what that process tells me is is that we're not going down that path again. We're not going down the path of. It's a foot on the brakes for sure. And I kind of say, let's make a good decision here. Yep. Did you have you? I mean, Bill, when you when you look back on those days, did you see? Were you able to forecast some of the some of the problems we were in for at that time? Did you see it? You know, I I really personally I didn't. Um, yeah. I was talking a friend of mine, a neighbor. Mm-hmm. He uh, he went up to me and he's he's a he's a consulting person, business consulting person. He said, mm-hmm. "We all ought to sell our houses right now." Well, we can, Is and then right? rent, and then bu- rebuy. Wow! And I thought, and really, and he was right. Right, he was dead on. And, Truthfully, uh, I've had that thought about my else now. If it reached the two thousand six peak again, right, I would be sorely tempted yeah. to sell and rent for a while. Yeah, and and I I don't know that I would disagree with that philosophically, but you're yeah. still a long ways away. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, I'm still away. And I think that when it gets to that point, you have to look at what's happening around you. Uh, yeah, absolutely. There'll be a, a consideration that happens at the time. But, you know, just on the basis of, uh, you know, as my home as an investment, not everybody should be thinking about their home as an investment. But on that consideration, when you've doubled or more than doubled your money at some point, taking some of that money off the table, that's that's worth having a conversation. I'm always willing to think about a question, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that Everyone should. I mean, look, a house. A house is a big financial investment. Maybe yes. the biggest you have yes. all, for most of us. It's the biggest investment we have. It's where most of our money is tied up, and so we have to monitor it carefully. Now, however, I will also say, if you're happy with the home, uh, and the mortgage payment is affordable, and life is okay, right? The, price, the value of the home doesn't matter. True, which is why I haven't sold now. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm serious. Like, yeah. if I were to go try to buy something better than right. what I have right. now, right. I'd have to sp- spend so much money. It doesn't make any sense. Right. I'm just stay where I'm at. I'm great. If you're happy, you're happy. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. And you have to look where you are in your career. Exactly. I mean, how close are you to retirement and things like that? Because, yeah. I mean, are, yeah. do you have time to pay that off? While Indeed. You're, while you're still a revenue generator. Indeed. Yeah. And, you know, those are the things we all have to evaluate. And yeah. so when you're looking at at um, at potentially perhaps selling your home and, and trading out, or just selling out and then renting, yeah, and getting out of the market entirely. Right, mm-hmm. you have to look at all of those things um, and wonder where you're going to be. I mean, that was prudent thought. I mean, just amazing thinking that back then. We all knew there was going to be a quote unquote correction. You know, right. we felt like, oh, geez, prices are going crazy. There's going to be some kind of a correction. Nobody thought. It was going to be mm-hmm. like it was. Nobody thought we were going to have that huge downturn. And, uh, and the way it spiraled, basically, yeah. one thing reinforcing the next going further down. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, the, it, but, but all of the indicators right now and all of the things that these guys are looking into basically say, look, we don't have those same problems. There are other problems, obviously. There's always issues you have to wonder and worry about. Um, and, but uh, from, a, from the, the main factors that, that created that last bubble, they're not there. They're just not there right now. Um, yeah, you'd have to agree. I, th- I would be looking for truly a disruption to the foundation of things, such as a fundamental shift in the United States and saying in our market, gambling is out of favor. Right. That would c- cause jobs to go away. Jobs yes. go away. Right. Houses don't get paid. Prices go down, all this sort of thing. And looking for those cascades um, and, and trying to watch for the tip of the iceberg on something that shows a fundamental shift. 
at this point, we've got low unemployment, jobs and growth happening, which are all supportive of our housing market. So there's not a reason that I can see at this moment for housing to go down. Well, and, yeah, and not only that, one of the points in the article is is, is uh, that employment base is much more diverse than it was before. It is. It is. We have a, a, a variety of industries here in Southern Nevada as opposed to everything falling under the hotel casino um, it's Which, thing. going back to the tax conversation, if they make state taxes not deductible, how much more California business is going to be pushed into our state? Oh, my goodness. Absolutely. That could be a huge boon for Nevada yeah. overall. Absolutely. No, I, I, you have to be excited for Nevada for that. And also for our house prices, because the median price yep. is so much lower yep. that $500,000 is not going to impact the vast majority of people here. It doesn't. It doesn't right. impact us. It's 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 small. It's less than ten percent of our marketplace. Absolutely. Whereas yeah. it's like forty some percent of yeah. California's. It's, yeah, the median wow. price in Northern California is like eight hundred thousand yes. dollars. So I mean, yes. everybody's dealing with there. Hey guys, good stuff. Um, I'm going to step away and come back in just a moment to wrap things up. So stay tuned. This program is brought to you by LVRealEstateRadio.com. That's LVRealEstateRadio.com. The experienced tax consultants at Piercy Bowler, Taylor, and Kern look beyond the numbers and due dates to uncover the most favorable tax advantages and strategies for your business. They can also represent you before the IRS and help keep the auditors out of your personal and business life. They'll help your business save money and make recommendations for future tax strategies. Contact PBTK at 702-384-1120 or visit pbtk.com to schedule a free consultation. Hi, this is Harvey Blankfeld, host of Las Vegas Real Estate Now. I am thrilled that I get to speak with you every week and bring you the truth about our local real estate market. A lot of stuff you hear in the news is based on national numbers and really doesn't mean much to us here in Southern Nevada. Whether you're looking to buy a home, sell a home, or even refinance your home, we can help you to make an educated decision on what's best for you and your family. If you would like to listen to our shows on your own time, get in touch with any of our expert contributors, or suggest future topics, please check out our website. If you already have a trusted professional, terrific. If not, just give us a call. We're here to help. Call us off air or text us at 702-203-1165. Again, that's 702-203-1165. And thank you for listening. We'll be back momentarily. You're listening to Las Vegas Real Estate Now with local real estate expert Harvey Blankfeld. Now, back to Harvey. We want to welcome you back. I'm Harvey Blankfeld. You're listening to Las Vegas Real Estate Now on AM 720 KDWN. We're here every Saturday at 11 a.m. Interesting topics today with uh, John Ingram and Bill Nelson talking about the economy in general. We don't now look, one of the things is, is all this tax talk uh, at the federal level, we really don't know what's coming. Uh, the Senate just came out with a whole other idea earlier this week than right. the, then, then, it's time to negotiate. Yeah, right? negotiating yeah. time. Well, I think we're going to see, see commonality. There's, there there's, is. There's, cert, there's a certain direction and a certain influence there that it's going in a certain way. We yeah. It may be this much percent different, you right. know, right. but it's going to move that way. Yeah, there's no question. And and look, I think who who is not in favor of uh, I think for me, the thing about taxes is, and I've said this before, the thing that's most important to me is 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 I want I don't I don't want to pay more taxes than I need to. Obviously, I mean none of us does. But what I want more than that is parity. I want to know that the taxes I'm paying is my fair share, mm-hmm. and that everyone else is paying their fair share. Sure, that's what I want. Sure. That's what I want it to be. Um, no matter what that number is, well, not not no matter what that number is. 
uh, as long as it's not over ten dollars. I mean, no. Just, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but but my, my, the most important thing for me is parity, and that's right. what I hope that they achieve with this some level of parity, so that the middle class doesn't feel like they're getting kicked in the head again, and uh, nor do the wealthy, and nor do the poor. The sentiment's fair, but I, I gotta also say I'm concerned about the national debt. Of course, you know if we it, that's why add I'm to our this. deficit. Yeah, this I mean. We can't just you can't give all out, these dollars are borrowed. Yeah, you can't keep yeah. giving out free money. Can't keep yeah. doing that. Yeah. So my uh, industry can tell you all about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> what a terrific show! I want to thank Jeff, our production director. I want to thank Thanks, Jeff, uh, Carly, and Layla. Right, uh, Layla, great job today, Layla. Oh yeah, wasn't she awesome? She awesome. was terrific today. Um, I want to thank our <laughs> outstanding expert contributors today, that being uh, John Ingram and Bill Nelson. Um, and you've been listening to Las Vegas Real Estate Now on News Talk 720 KDWN. We're here every Saturday at 11 a.m. I'm your host, Harvey Blankfield. Next week, we have another wonderful hour for you. And our guests are going to be Kerry Phillips and Tracy Rucha. This week, all boys. Next week, all, all girls. All ladies. All girls. So that's a, that's a good thing. night. Um, remember, if you ever have a question about real Can't estate or yeah. any of the other topics we cover with our expert contributors, call me off air or text me at 702-203-1165. Again, that's 702 702- Two zero three one one six five. You can also check us out on our website, lvrealestateradio.com, or on Facebook uh, at LV Real Estate Radio. And I certainly want to thank you, our listeners, for joining us this week. Yeah, we'll thanks meet you on the radio next Saturday. You want to say thanks to? Yeah, thanks, Harvey. Thanks. It was a good thanks, show. It was a good show. Was nice, nice job, boys. Nice job. We're going to meet you on the radio next Saturday at eleven a.m. right here on News Talk seven twenty KDWN. This program is brought to you by lvrealestateradio.com. That's lvrealestateradio.com.